0: A listener production. I'm very close to losing my mind. Same. This is going (laughs) to be. She's doing Moira. Could you tell? You know when she does.
1: (laughs) These are dark times, John. Not that (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: dark. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! <laughs> 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 you don't hate it that much. Oh, 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 oh. You've just jumped on the bandwagon because a few people were like, "I have what is it called?
1: Misophonia. Misophonia yeah.
0: for your for Rosie's burps. Yeah,
1: I think that one was just particularly chunky.
0: Listen, That's what got me. sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that actually was. I just, sorry, everyone. I do. I will say have. Empathy, sympathy for those mm. of you with misophonia. And it was only like three people. Mm. And two of them didn't even have misophonia. They were just like, I don't like hearing you burp. And I was like, suck it. And they were like, haha, okay. A mm. couple other people were like, no, Rosie, it's really a serious thing. Some people have misophonia, which so you have like a um, just physical yeah. reaction to a certain sound. I
1: have it mildly with chewing.
0: And yeah. my metal straw in my can. Yeah. Mm. And um, for some people, that's burping. And I was like, I get that. But also, everyone in the world has to burp. So I feel like if you were one of the very, very, very few people who has that thing, maybe it's on you to avoid.
1: Or maybe we could let Lindsay edit them out rather than leaving. (laughs) Why
0: have you turned? You're the one. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mr. Jumping on their bandwagon. Literally two weeks ago, I was like, oh, my God, lol, I've accidentally burped at the start of a couple of episodes. I've got We've got to stop doing that. Cut that, Lindsay. And you were like, no, leave it. It's part of it now. I think it's the opener of the show now. Leave yeah, it, leave it. That's on me. You were on board. <laughs> and now it. you're on the We Hate It bandwagon, which, by the way, is not a big bandwagon.
1: I'm happy to be on the losing side.
0: I'm sensitive to your plight, all. Um, and also, it lasts a second. <laughs> so just if fi- the one skip, 15 seconds skip ahead. But you don't have to skip the episode. Okay. All right. Are we getting started? What's up? Oh, I'm starting. Take it away. Welcome to Breaking News, the uh, sideshow of Just the Gist, where I, Rosie Waterland, mm-hmm. give my co host, Jacob Stanley, the news headlines for the week that. I think are the most important that he needs to know. a too. So um, yeah. I uh, do you want to get started? Do you want to chat or get started? Or what do you want? We've both lost our minds this week. Yeah. Why have you lost your mind? I have a book due today. That's why I'm tired.
1: Do you need a reason? Sometimes it's just a feeling.
0: Well, I feel like I have a book due today, and you've just got a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> okay, feelings are valid. <laughs> That's true. That's no, that's fair. That's fair.
1: No, it's because my sleep patterns have been really, really out of whack for like the last three weeks. It's so unpredictable. One good night, three bad nights. One good night, two bad nights, you know? Yeah, that sucks. That really sucks.
0: What do you do to like get, to help you sleep? Do you like do melatonin or whatever?
1: Yes, but I find that that leaves me super groggy the next day.
0: Mm, yeah, no matter yeah,
1: how yeah. little or how much of it I take, it always just seems to have this residual brain fog mm, that it gives me.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I've tried all the various different tactics and meditations and whatnot and sometimes it's just when the insomnia kicks in. Damn. You just got to suck it up.
0: They Well, they do say of all the tortures, sleep deprivation is still the number one worst torture yes. for people. Yeah can yeah. drive it completely insane. Well, remember when Rhiannon had, gave birth to the twins and I was helping her in the hospital mm. and we were taking care of one twin each and my twin wouldn't stop crying and even though she had just had a caesarean section and two babies ripped out of her abdominal area, I switched the twins in the night because her twin was being quiet and I was really tired. <laughs> so... Yeah, couldn't stand that torture any couldn't longer. Couldn't stand that torture. Mm. All right, shall I get to the song? Take it away. <clears throat> Angela Bassett, Dita <laughs> Ding, Viola <laughs> Davis, my woman king, Blanche, Kate, you're a genius, Jamie Lee, you're all of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been dying to do that for days. I even wrote the lyrics down
1: here. Oh, I'm surprised you even needed to. I have heard it so many times I've memorised it.
0: Okay, he's, I love it and I know <laughs> you brought it up last week when we were about to do Breaking News, but mm. it, like, hadn't really – I'd seen it and I'd be like, oh, yeah, it was – but it's, like, over the last week it's just mm-hmm. grown. I mean, of course, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about um, uh, Ariana, Ariana DeBose doing this rap at the BAFTAs. It's, I can't believe people are giving her so much she, She's a musical theatre kid. Mm. It's just corny musical theatre. Yes. I thought it was sweet.
1: And I also think it's genius because I had no idea who she was. I understand she'd won an Oscar, <laughs> won an Oscar but I'm Oscar not tuned into <laughs> any of that sort of thing. So I'd never heard of her before mm-hmm. in my life. Now I know her name. Uh-huh. I'd recognise her anywhere. Uh-huh. I'm seeing her all over my social feeds. Uh-huh. And most of what I'm seeing now is positive yeah. because initially people were like tearing her to shreds. Yeah. Now everyone is building her up and you she's can. so totally in on the joke, as is Angela Bassett Who, As is Jamie Lee
0: Like Angela Bassett Got up when she won I think it was an NAACP mm, award A couple of nights them. Yeah and Got up and said Angela Bassett Did the thing mm-hmm. What I don't understand About the song though And it's been driving me crazy Is Blanchette Kate you're a genius Is the same As if she'd just done Kate Blanchett You're a mm-hmm. genius Yeah Because it's the genius That rhymes with all of us In the next sentence So why did she switch them? Why did she switch them? Creative choices. It's just one of those, like, uh, what's a thing that, what's it called when something is pointless to think about? A waste of your time to, like, think about? A
1: moot point?
0: No, like, um, it's, uh, we're both too tired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's not dwell on that. You know
0: what? Anyway. Uh, do, 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 do. I extra, extra, read about it. I'm news. It's Coming out of the wide.
1: That was a very speedy one.
0: Oh, you know, you we've already. Well
1: caffeinated what have the we lack been talking sleep?
0: for already? 45 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Get through this. I do. Yes, I have a book due today, uh, a book that I've been writing with my friend, Jamila Rizvi. Um, so, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm that's where I, That. that's, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I'm you tell fine. the people who just
1: <laughs> anything about it?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, it's I I'm, I can't say the name because we might be changing it at the moment. It's just got a working title. But um, basically, Jamila, as if you are fans of the brilliant Jamila Rizvi, a friend of both of ours, mm-hmm. um, one of the hosts of the briefing on Listener, uh, she uh, had a brain tumour a few years ago um, that was not cancerous, it was benign, but it still had a very profound effect on her life because it was pressing on certain things in her brain that, Mm. you know, has completely changed the course of her life and um, she had to have major surgeries, like cutting her head wide open Mm. surgeries. And I've had all my mental health stuff over the years and we were talking one day um, about when she got out of hospital for the first time and um, when she came home, there was 11 frozen lasagnas in her freezer from people like wanting Mm. to help her after being hospitalized. And I was like, oh, I never got (laughs) 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 And so then we started thinking about just like chronic ill health Mm -hmm. and how these things are um, seen differently and treated differently. Um, We also found, well, Jamila found, because she's the one who does the research, that the mortality rate of the particular brain tumor she has is actually less than the mortality rate of people with the same PTSD and trauma issues that I have. I know. And so it's just like kind of we were just thinking like, oh, my God, the, the perspective on this stuff is really skewed. And it's not that one is worse than the other or or one is like um, should be taken more seriously than the other. It just sort of got us talking about a lot of interesting stuff mm. And we were like, let's write a book about our broken brain, our broken brains that are broken differently but both Mm. still broken. And so then it kind of broadened into the health system as a whole and, um, you know, interviews with lots of people and it's going to be good.
1: It's going to be fascinating. Yeah. I've been waiting, what, four years
0: for this? Well, yeah, because we missed a couple of (laughs) (laughs) deadlines. Well, we did say to our publisher, like, you've got two chronically ill people writing about chronic ill health You're going to expect that maybe Mm. it might be delayed due to some health issues. And first Jamila had some and then I had some. And so now we're like, we better get this in by the deadline today. (laughs) (laughs) Because it hasn't been the first one. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I think it's going to be really great. We're really excited and we've worked um, very hard on it.
1: Do you roughly know when it's going to be published?
0: No clue. I don't know. This year probably. Oh, it's certainly this year. Uh Yes, 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 yes. Like we get it in and then you do some editing and then kapow, out it goes. Um, some other big news, exciting news, Mm -hmm. is that, um, I've been waiting because, like, her people needed to approve but I will be doing the In Conversation with Jeanette McCurdy at the Opera House for the All About Women Festival.
1: This is very, very exciting, and you had to explain to me who Jeanette McCurdy is, so maybe just quickly <laughs> for anyone who's like me and didn't know. Uh,
0: I, well, you don't know because you don't know things, but she basically has had uh, the number one New York Times uh, like memoir bestseller for like almost a year straight. Mm. Um, she was a child actor uh, on a show with, um, most known for a show she was on with Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. um, and her mum was an pretty epic, abusive stage mother
1: mm-hmm.
0: who died a few years ago, and so Jeanette McCurdy has now written this memoir called I'm Glad My Mum Died, and it's all about um, her relationship with her mother, her time as a child star, um, you know, the dynamics of the, um, of realising, not realising until after her mother died that that had been an abusive relationship Mm -hmm. and being able to explore that. And um, it's, it's, I think the book's been so popular, A, because she's an amazing writer. It's a really well-written, funny memoir. Mm -hmm. B, there are other people who are probably just going to it for the juicy, like, child star Mm -hmm. stuff. And she writes really honestly and openly about Ariana Grande and all that kind of thing and, like, seedy people in the Hollywood kind of Nickelodeon TV universe. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also she's just really searingly honest about her relationship with her mother and so much of their dynamic speaks to just quite universal themes between a lot of women and their mothers, Mm -hmm. a lot of girls and their mothers. And she's a big star. And the book's a big deal, and I didn't feel like I – when they said, do you think maybe you would want to do this with her, I was like, sure, I don't really do uh, Q&A, like interviews or hosting or anything because it's just not really my thing. But I think because I have written a memoir mostly about my relationship with my Hmm. mother, and then my mother wasn't dead, so she said it was all a lie, and then I did the podcast.
1: She got right of reply, yes. Mum
0: says – my memoir is a lie. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they just thought I was specifically suited. Absolutely. To do this. Uh, it's basically going to be a uh, Q&A sort of in conversation with her and then the audience will be able to ask some questions mm-hmm. um, at the All About Women Festival at the Opera House in Sydney. In-person tickets are sold out, but you can um, watch the live stream. So just go to the Opera House or All About Women website or my Instagram or whatever. 12th of March. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, it's going yeah, to be very interesting. Yeah. I'm just really excited to – I'm not going to get caught up in like, oh, my God, how do I interview a person? Mm. I think I can do the Adele interview. I'm going to be prepared, and I also think I'm just going to go in and ask her what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> and given I have quite an interesting perspective mm. on the topic – I think she and I are going to have a conversation probably unlike a lot of the other ones she's had Mm. in the media. The one um, interview of hers that I've liked the most is the one she did with Drew Barrymore Mm -hmm. because they, too, had such similar experiences with their mothers and Mm. and child stars in Hollywood. Um, So, yeah, I'm just hoping to have a really interesting, cool conversation with her. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I
1: cannot wait for it. I'm going to yeah. be there in person. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be also a really interesting angle that in a way she sort of had your dream life as a kid because you wanted I to know. be a star <laughs> so
0: badly. I have joked several times, why couldn't my mother have been a stage mother? Mm. And she's like, mine was, and it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and then also the angle of like, she has said I could never have written this book while my mother was alive mm. and I was the same. And when I wrote my book, my mother, her alcoholism was so bad that we had been told she was close to death mm. and I did not think my mother would have the capacity to read the book. Mm. So I wrote it essentially thinking she was as good as dad mm. and then she got sober and she read it. Mm. So it's like that's interesting too. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Lots of juicy stuff there. I'm really excited about. It's
1: going to be great. Do you want people to send you um, questions that yes, they would like you to please.
0: answer? please. If you, if there's stuff that you want to ask Jeanette McCurdy, um, yeah, send it to me on Insta or wherever, um, you know, just send it wherever. Yeah. I'll find it. <laughs> I just mean like send it to me on Insta or, you know, wherever I am. Do one of those um, poll things. Yeah. And yeah, I'll do a poll or something, but just, yeah, I'll, I'll take it all in and I'll bring it all and we'll have a chat. Mm pumped. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Um, What about you? Anything? anything? Worthy of reporting? Yeah. Breaking news with Jacob?
1: I think the most interesting thing that's happened to me in the last few days was walking here Mm. from Central Station, so like three blocks. Mm -hmm. I had three different chuggers, charity muggers.
0: Yeah, I've never heard chuggers. Chuggers.
1: That's been around for like 20 something years. Yeah. Since the dawn of chuggers. Yeah. Chuggers. They stop you on the street. Yeah. And every single one of the three of them, all wearing matching t-shirts, all said the exact same phrase. Oh my God, you have fantastic hair to try to like pick me up. That was their Mm. pickup line. Like so obviously, that's what they'd been briefed to use in the morning that day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Was it you? I'm sure it was you that was telling me. And maybe it was in a just the gist episode. That those people in those, like, I'm not going to mention any names of the charities Mm. that stop you on the street, but you know who they are. And they're usually backpackers. Yes. That it's very, it's a very sales-based, competitive job. And in the morning, they all go to like their HQ and have like a Wolf of Wall Street style, Mm. (gasps) like getting all pumped up. Was it you who told me that? Like, I'm straight.
1: Not that I remember, but it's entirely
0: possible. It's, I know I've heard it somewhere, so it must mm. be true. So they really do get into that hole, and so they probably would have, yeah, given out some. Here are some pickup lines to use today. Not that your hair isn't amazing.
1: Oh, and I said to all three of them, "I know, thank you," but and also, kept talking. It is
0: in a bun today. Like if it was it's out, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's not. It's yeah. <laughs> I don't like. I just still think <laughs> I can't use this anymore, but I did for a long time. I would just go, I'm under 18, I'm under 18, I can't, I'm under 18, (laughs) until I was like 30 and then I was like, oh, no, I don't think that's...
1: Pick it up again. Just pick it up. Start doing it.
0: (laughs) That's That's hilarious. I'm under 18. I simply can't. I would, but I can't.
1: Against the law. Sorry. Hands tied. Bye. And whatever
0: I sign up for will pay your wage for one hour, like, Mm. and not anything else. I don't understand how they work those things.
1: I got caught by one once when I was an idealistic youth. Yeah. To what? Fresh out of high school into university, someone stopped me and managed to wrangle me into signing up for a really? it was worldwide fund for nature, one of the animal the charity animal ones. sponsored You don't care things. about the
0: children, the animals. Yeah. 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 Oh. They got me, girl. How much yeah. did you end up
1: paying over the course of what three, four, five years? <gasps> it would have been get before it. I Yeah, it's one of those things that once it starts coming out of your bank yeah. account once a month, you forget. You just sort of get used to it and until then it's one like day you're like annoying
0: admin to stop it. What is this
1: paying for? Oh, more chuggers to yes. be out there recruiting. pyramid scheme.
0: You were just paying backpackers' beer money. Mm. Yeah, so no elephant ever saw that. Mm. No elephant ever saw that money. How dare. Mm. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. Here's one. Caleb and I had a big fight mm. because he said something about like blah 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 the first day of the week. And I said, yeah, um, in two days. Mm. And he said, no, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, what? It's Saturday. And he said, yeah, mm. tomorrow. Caleb says the first day of the week is Sunday. Yep. No. Yeah. No, it's not. Mm. I'm sorry. It's no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. This has sent me into a total meltdown. The first day of the week is Monday. It's <laughs> Monday. It's Monday. I called my sisters. They were all like, Monday, you psychos. Mm. Like you Google it, it. My calendar starts on Monday. Why did calendar start on Monday?
1: Uh, well, I've got mine set up to start on the Sunday, and I fully recognize.
0: Because you're a psychopath!
1: It's retail brainwashing. So, because we would measure our sales performance according to weeks, and Saturday was always the biggest performing day, you would want to end the week on the biggest performing day, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. So, for 20 odd years, I was just sort of brainwashed into the new week begins on Sunday, and I'll never be able to break out of that.
0: But, Caleb, but Caleb's not a. Retail person Like he He just says that That is the official start. He says it's official Mm. He says that I'm nuts And Like that I don't know Mm. And then he like Showed me some stuff And it is It is Sunday Yes Yes (sighs) No Listen No I'll Google it right now Listen I can't uh, uh, (laughs) Hold on First day of week Australia Right? Okay. So apparently the first day of the week is like, um, according to international standard, mm-hmm. Sunday is the seventh day of the week. So I was like, ha ha, Caleb. But <laughs> but countries like the US, Canada, and Australia categorize Sunday as the first day of the week.
1: Huh. Say Why? those countries again?
0: US, Canada, Australia.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Right.
0: Sunday is the first day of the week.
1: (laughs) What does this change for you?
0: I'm sorry, it just changes a whole lot of things. How does it not change? What does it not change for you? Does it not change your whole concept of how you are walking through the world and time works? That means (laughs) that our weekend is in two different weeks. (laughs)
1: loving watching this make you melt down.
0: I mean, I am pretty tired today, <laughs> but still.
1: Speaking of things that are not worth dwelling on for too long,
0: I just I can't. And Caleb and I had the biggest fight, where like we were yelling at each other, and <laughs> I was like, "But school goes. You don't start school on Sunday and end on Thursday." Why is Monday to why does the weekday start on Monday? Like I Okay, I'm, we're just gonna have to move on.
1: <laughs> but you were dying on that hill.
0: I am but but then I'm like, am I?
1: Mm. I
0: can't. We're gonna we're gonna do a poll.
1: Do a poll and then we'll check in with you next week. But see if you come to terms.
0: Listen, what I do think the main point of this whole thing is, can you believe? That it is not set in stone what the first day of the week is. I just, to me, I, 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 um, (laughs) (laughs) like it's been a, it's been, it's been a weird few years where nothing's been, the ground's been unsteady beneath all our feet. Mm. There are things that you're sure of Mm. that, you know, keep you tethered. To sanity.
1: And now you're just cast adrift.
0: I'm out in space. What is reality? What is anything? Mm. What is art? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next. (sighs) This was big going around this week. So there's this uh, podcast called The Unfiltered Bride, Mm. um, and it's like two, I think, like uh, makeup artists or wedding planners or something talk about all their wedding gossip and stories. Mm -hmm. And they told a story this week that, I don't know, could be urban legend, but I don't think so because it sounded like she knew a person she works with, another wedding planner, mm-hmm. um, uh, had organized this wedding, and they couldn't figure out where the groom was. Like he, mm-hmm. he was sort of MIA. The wedding didn't start for about an hour, but they were like, "Where's the groom?" The bride was kind of like looking for him. The bride, um, <laughs> the bride walks into a side room to use the bathroom, and in this side room, the groom mm-hmm. is getting breastfed by his mother.
1: Oh! Oh! oh.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Bullshit. Yes. Bullshit. It
0: is true. Okay. It is true. It is true. So this happened and then, okay, so here's the questions.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: If he's a grown man, it would stand to reason that his mother has not recently had new babies. Mm. And you can only breastfeed one of like two ways. If you've had a baby and you are producing milk, and then if you just never stop breastfeeding, you will keep producing milk. So the next logical uh, thread here—this
1: is a daily occurrence.
0: She has been breastfeeding him. Stop it! And now he's a grown man getting breastfed an hour before he gets married. (laughs)
1: no. Did they go ahead with the wedding?
0: Well, I mean, that's, wait, they don't say. That's why I'm like, I don't know, like, but. You couldn't. The video that this podcast posted on TikTok has since been deleted, which made everybody think it must have been true because I bet whatever wedding planner had told her that story was like, take that down. But it was too late. Everyone's talking about it.
1: Cats out of the bag. Cats out
0: of the bag. I mean, I, 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 that would, that's, that's a lifelong thing there. Yeah. Because that's how she's still pumping. Yeah. That's my,
1: (laughs) still milking. That's
0: how I, that's how I imagine people breastfeed, (laughs) no? Is this how it works, mum?
1: (laughs) That's called expressing yourself.
0: Mm, mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. Um, I feel a bit ill now. Uh, Um,
0: what do you think the widow Stanley would have to say about that? <laughs> <it?
1: laughs> <laughs> oh, she'd ask me to shave first. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: actually so true. You would get a rash. Ouch.
1: Yeah. You would
0: get a n- nipple rash. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Howie yeah. time. Yeah.
0: Oh. Look, all my
1: friends who breastfed couldn't wait to stop.
0: Oh, you mean. Who breastfed their children. All
1: my friends who are mothers.
0: (laughs) All my friends who who breastfed couldn't wait to stop. I'm like, how old were they? How did they know? No, all the ones who. (laughs) (laughs) I'm five. I can't wait to stop. No, the ones who are mothers. (laughs) Yes, I understand. Breastfeeding is the pits, man. If I have kids, I don't want to do it. Because I've learned from Rhiannon, like, my sister who has five kids. That thing, if you are breastfeeding, is Mm. attached to you. Like, you do not ever get a break, mm. ever, I would much rather bottle feed. Mm. And my mum bottle fed my two little sisters, so for me it, it seems very normal to do that, mm. to bottle feed. Um, but, like, Rhiannon just, she's like, God, it sucks because you just can't, mm. you literally have to be available on tap 24 hours a day. It's No one else can do it. Mm. It's exhausting. Mm. Yeah. And the sooner you stop, the sooner they close up shop.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, do whatever you want to do, and do it for whatever the recommended amount of time is. Absolutely, but like within the animal kingdom, as soon as a baby can switch over to solids, it does. It does, and it doesn't go back. That is so bizarre. So,
0: this got people thinking, I guess, because then I found this other story. Um, like, well, that can't—they can't be the only ones in the world, right? Mm. Like. This is a weird thing between him and his mum, but, like, surely there's also, like, it must be, like, a fetish thing. There's a fetish for everything. Mm. Um, that's why I'm always like, man, I should just figure out some weird thing that I don't care about doing and people will pay gazillions of dollars on OnlyFans for because I'll just do it. I don't care. <laughs> like, some, Like, someone just wants to see me... Watch TV and drink wine. <laughs> hey, boys. <laughs> I get I'll film crazy. it. Yeah. Like, if you can find something that doesn't bother you to do mm. and make money of it, sure. Everyone, there's a fetish for everything, right? But apparently, I don't know if this is a fetish. Maybe for some it is. There is a big market in the UK, which I guess there is everywhere, but I just read this story based in the UK of women who um, sell their breast milk on like a kind of Breast milk eBay mm-hmm. by the pint. How much is a pint? Like in terms of less like than a cu- liter. Yeah, less yeah. than like half a liter or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, to Jim Bros because Jim Bros are <gasps> oh. convinced that it um because it's so nonsensical. Oh,
1: that's so Joe Rogan.
0: It's it's so Joe Rogan. Jim oh. Bros are convinced that um because babies grow so mm. fast from drinking breast milk that it's some magical thing that will help them put on a gain a lot of muscle mm. really quickly mm. and so they buy it these women are selling it for like 30 40 50 dollars a pint breast milk
1: go for it ladies yeah
0: and they said a lot of them are like look if these dudes want it i'll sell it but she they said some of them like will write to you and be like oh how much do you need like you're like organizing it and then they'll be like can I come and get it from the source? And then you know, oh, you're not a gym bro, you're a perv. But also like (laughs) that you're different. Like Mm. I'll sell it to a gym bro who puts it in his smoothie, Mm. but not to a weirdo who gets his rocks off on it. Mm. I mean, I guess that's fair, but still, it's all weird to me, I think.
1: So is the groom a bodybuilder? <laughs> Maybe.
0: <laughs> Maybe his mum's just a stage mom in the bodybuilding community mm. and just doing what needs to be done.
1: Yeah, and he's just copping a freebie.
0: Yeah. 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 Look, <laughs> I'll keep an eye on it. Could be urban legend. I don't know. But the fact that the video got deleted made me think someone freaked out. Mm. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. It's
1: very unusual, but I reckon he's probably not the only person no. in the world who has. Yeah. Mm.
0: There are we- oh, Dude, I've seen every episode of SVU. There's some weird stuff on that between mothers and sons. Mm. A whole lot of weird stories, which it's SVU, so it's real. <clears throat> sure. Yep. It's always. What did they say? Um, Whatever you recognize in this story, blah, 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 is not actually true, even though Wink you know it is. Like that's the whole premise at the start of S. Oh, is it? Like, whatever you recognize in this story, blah, blah, blah. It's not based on anyone.
1: Uh-huh. Coincidental. Yeah. But it is. Mm. Yeah. Right.
0: So, you know, there's some weird stuff going on. Okay. Um, I love this one. Have you heard about Lady Gaga? Um, being sued by one of the people who stole her dogs. Oh, I remember that. (laughs) So, remember when Lady Gaga's dogs got kidnapped? Yeah. There was like three of them or something. They shot the dog walker. Took the dogs, Mm -hmm. right? And Lady Gaga was like, I'll pay $500,000 for the return of my dogs. Mm -hmm. No questions asked. Give them to me. Like, please give them to me. I don't care. Mm -hmm. It was a bit of a ransom move, like that movie Ransom, where Mel Gibson was like, whoever brings him back mm-hmm. will get the money so yep. she basically Turn did the that ransom right? into a bounty yep. exactly so then the dogs did get returned by this lady and it later came out that she was like the girlfriend of one of the dudes who took the dogs mm-hmm. so then they all ended up in prison and I think she also got like some minor prison time like just for being an accessory after the fact or whatever but she's out now mm. and look I gotta say she might have a point. She's suing Lady Gaga for the $500,000 because she's saying, you said no questions asked, oh, and I brought off. them back. Nope. <laughs> I saw them, that someone I knew had done this, mm-hmm. and if if there was no chance of me getting anything, I would have stayed out of it. But you said there's $500,000 on the table, no questions asked, someone please bring me my dogs. So I did, and now I want my $500,000.
1: <laughs> what a terrible person. I know. What a terrible That is so brazen. But,
0: like, legally a lawyer is representing her. So I think they do think that perhaps on the law there is a chance here.
1: I'll be so disappointed if she wins this. She couldn't
0: possibly win because then they'll just be, like, "Dodd." Kidnappings all over town. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, she's like an accomplice or an accessory well, or something like extortion She was an accessory
0: extortion. after the fact.
1: Yeah. Because
0: she wasn't inv- they say she wasn't involved in the kidnapping, but afterwards she knew it and so and then but she did return the dogs. Mm.
1: All right, keep us posted on that I one. I will. And I'll also let you know as soon as Lady Gaga's duet with Cher drops.
0: When is that happening? Very what soon. are they singing? A new song?
1: Yes. <gasps> yeah. They're doing it. Um uh, it's leaked, so I haven't listened to the leaks yet because I I don't want to hear so the demos. Loyal. I want to hear the proper the version finished version. They yes. want
0: you to hear. Yep. Aww, you're
1: mm. a loyal
0: fan. Indeed. Yeah. I, I didn't even know this was happening. I
1: know. Oh. And, and you know she's doing one with Dolly as well.
0: Uh, Cher. Yeah, I knew Cher was doing one with yeah. Dolly. Mm. I didn't know with um Gaga. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh my God, it's happening. I
1: know. It's the gayest year of my life.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> 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 um. Okay, I'm just gonna like. Bring the energy way down. <laughs> There's something out there right now. Mm-hmm. You might know this because you don't know things, but you know weird science things that I generally don't care about. Mm-hmm. It's in Antarctica and it's called the Doomsday Glacier. No. Nope. Do you know about this? No. Okay.
1: But I'm bummed out already because yeah. I'm guessing it's melting.
0: <laughs> Sharon Gaga! We're all going to yeah. die. <laughs> um. It's in Antarctica, and it's besides one, I think, in Greenland, the biggest uh, glacier in the world. A glacier is just a big chunk of ice, right? It's in trouble.
1: Hang on. You're saying Antarctica, which is in the south, but then you said Greenland, which is in yeah, the north. Yeah,
0: there's two. There's one in yep. Greenland and there's one in Antarctica. Oh, there's one. Okay, got yeah. it. Right. So there's one up in Greenland. Uh-huh. I think there might be another one somewhere, but then there's one in Antarctica. But uh-huh. Those are the two main ones, right? Yep. The one in Antarctica... Is melting. Mm-hmm. So is the one in Greenland, but I think not as fast. It's called the Thwaites or Thwaites, mm. wouldn't be Thwaites, Thwaites glacier. Once it does melt, it is going to trigger an irrevocable chain reaction, adding three meters to a global rise in sea levels, oh. which will kind of F us all. Yeah. Okay, so this glacier in Antarctica is 192,000 square kilometres, which is three times the size of Tasmania. Mm-hmm. And in the news this week, some, like, very pleasant but worried scientists have been saying, hey, guys, um, this is what one of them said. Thwaites is really holding on today by its fingernails. Oh. We should expect to see big changes over small timescales in the future. Now... Apparently the good thing is it's melting from below, something about warm currents get into the Mm -hmm. crevices of it and then melt the Mm -hmm. crevices, right? But it's getting weaker really fast and the crevices mean that it's increasingly likely to fracture and break apart. And once it does let go, it will definitely without doubt rise at least 65 centimetres within 100 years, but more likely it will hit like, Three meters. Mm. The problem with this glacier is um, if it was just the glacier that melted, it would be like kind of bad, but not like catastrophic. But it is kind of a dam blocking off like vast, vast, vast systems of ice lakes behind it. Mm. So once it melts away, the lakes will come through and that would is what would cause the three meter rise. Mm. Now, normally I read this stuff, you read this stuff kind of all the time. Like there's a comet. a thousand kilometers away from Earth—that was close—or and you're like, yeah, okay. But was it? This is what got me in this story. <laughs> Scientists remain uncertain when this will happen, mm. but their estimates range anywhere between five and five hundred years from now. <gasps> oh. So it literally—it literally could happen now. Like, they just don't know. They don't know. And then if that one goes, the one in Antarctica and the one in Greenland, if mm. they both go, sea levels in the world will rise mm. by 70 metres, which they had a graph of Sydney, which is where we live, so that's the one I looked at to see. Uh-huh. That would go part way up the Blue Mountains.
1: <gasps> oh.
0: So we're all effed. Yeah. Like what is 95% of the Australian population lives on the coast?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: We're- <laughs>
1: and the richest ones are going to lose their houses first. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, no. So that's just, you know, something um just just bubbling in the background there for you to... Be aware of
1: <laughs> in case you were hoping to have an existential crisis today so there basically you go. the
0: best part of that story was it could be really bad and best case scenario is it's going to also be really bad mm. but it could be worse <laughs> it probably will and it could happen in five years uh-huh. or 500 <laughs> Sharon Gaga <laughs>
1: I don't want to do this anymore today.
0: Okay, I've got a couple more, couple more, couple more headlines. Um, this one, I find, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. So when the coronation happens, which we spoke last week about the fact that he can't get any big stars, apparently he's got Danny and Kylie oh. and he's got Take That but without Robbie Williams. <sighs> <laughs> so, like, I don't, oh, and Lionel Richie. Huh. So he's got those, but apparently a lot of other people are saying they can't because of their schedules, not because of like colonisation or, or like yeah. Harry's side.
1: Mm. Even um, Elton turned him down.
0: Yeah, but he says it's because of his tour. Mm-hmm. But I also think like how could Elton, who is so closely attached to the Diana of the story, mm. that would feel weird, don't you think? Maybe that's part of the.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying, right? Because he, he was did there, candle in the wind. Yeah, well, yeah, I just right. think it
0: would be like
1: very I don't good know. point. Yes, it'd be off. I just feel like it'd he's- kind
0: of be like Charles going, "I got him, I got him." Yeah. Like I, rev- like I have now put a you know a bookend on that mm-hmm. because Elton's at my thing now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that actually wasn't uh, the headline I was bringing. The mm-hmm. headline I was bringing is um, at the coronation. It's been announced that. Camilla, who when they got married, the Queen only agreed to let them get married and so did the public if mm. she would never be called Queen. And then when the Queen died last year, she left it in her like bequeathment, mm. I hereby say once I'm gone, mm. that Camilla would be referred to as Queen Consort, mm-hmm. which means, you know, you are a person who married the King, but Charles is let like, know she's going to be Queen. So she's going to be queen of England, Camilla. Oh. So they're going to be king and queen. So people are kind of pissed because they're like, no, she's meant to be queen. Co-. We, we we, put up with it being queen consort, mm. but now he's just gone stuff you all. I'm making her full-on queen. How do you feel?
1: Oh, I feel... Feel like, I'm 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 surprised. I thought for sure they would just respect Elizabeth's so wishes. Like, of course, he's the king. He's got the authority. He can yeah. change that. But I thought, you know, they, you know, play by the rules. Queen Consort Camilla doesn't really roll off the tongue, so I get why she'd want to sort of shorten it.
0: I know, but, but it's I don't. I mean, I don't think it's about like what rolls off the tongue. I think it's about being like
1: the status of it all. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's ruthless, based on what I learned about her reading Spare. I
0: believe it. And I know people were like, Harry was so over the top about her. I was like, I believe what he said. Mm. Like, you get into that family and if you're playing it smart and she has played it smart, when you're playing the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. Mm -hmm. She has won. She played it so smart. She played the long game while he was with Diana. She, like... She has played it smart. I totally believe that she would be like in with journalists and saying this here and doing this there. And it seems like Charles does whatever she wants. Like, I, mm, mm. I don't I think this is I think this was the plan from the, the get-go. Why? I don't know. Like <laughs> <Who cares>? honestly. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Who gives a toss? Oh yeah, look, I mean, I'm just think that's the most important <laughs> c word for her.
0: Are we allowed to say that
1: this time? Yes.
0: <laughs> um, I ca- Well, I yeah, I just I think she's. Um, I don't think for her it's so much about like I always dreamed of being the queen of England. Like I don't think it was that. And I also, and I know also over there they have that weird class system that we don't have here in aristocracy and particularly royalties, like, mm. quite important to people. Um, I think part of that is getting to the top of that, but I think mostly it's just that kind of, like, it turned into a chess game that she's now won. Mm. That's sort of what it is.
1: Well, congratulations, Darl. Doesn't really have a strong fan base, though, does she? And I don't think this but is So does, does to change that, does she?
0: Cute. People love her. Ooh. She's, people really love her. And that's why there's not been an incredible amount of pushback to this news. Like, people have just been like, eh, well, I mean, that's okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Like, But people really like her and she's smart because she got in with all the royal journalists. Mm-hmm. And so they all write about her really favorably and,
1: yeah. Well, you know what? I hope that she's the last queen and he's the last king. I well, want them to just shut that whole establishment down.
0: Apparently, uh, little George is going to be playing a big role in the coronation ceremony because they know that that's the sentiment Mm. and they're like, but look at this adorable little nine-year-old. Like, they're they're already (laughs) trying to put him... Don't you want
1: him to be in charge? don't you want
0: him in the cage? Like, (laughs) no, but I mean, I think they already know people are like, we're uncomfortable with this system and so Mm. they're already trying to get us sentimentally attached to it's almost like they're skipping over William already to look at this cute kid. Like, because mm. they want it, they're playing, they're playing the long game too. Oh, they would have to. Yeah. What blows my mind with it at the moment is that um Andrew and Harry, it's like they're at the same level. Like they've done the same bad things. Really? Um, true. Like to the to mm. the public in England, it seems, and the royal family. Yeah. Yeah. It's like.
1: They're both being shamed.
0: Yeah, at the same both, amount. Yeah, they're oh. both kind of outcasts of the same level and variety, which is nuts. That's
1: twisted. It's twisted. Oh no. Oh yeah, icky. Is Harry gonna go?
0: They don't know. That's the big question. Is
1: Andrew gonna go? Uh,
0: yes, okay. uh, but like in a smaller role, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Harry and Megan. It's still not known if they're invited. If they've If they want to go, if they are invited, if they will go, if maybe he'll go, she won't go. If they do go, they will be like sitting with the cousins four rows back. Oh, they'll be quarantined. Yeah, they won't be part of any of it Mm. officially. Um, But, I mean, I do feel for them on this one because it's like you're damned if you do and damned if you don't because if they don't go, it'll be like what disrespect and Mm. if you do go, it's like look at all the attention you're taking. Mm. They're a bit effed in that regard.
1: Easiest, yeah. I'm not going to offer them advice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for breaking news. Um, I got a couple of recos this week. Oh yeah. Um, obviously first because I'm interviewing her. Please read. I'm glad my mum died by Jeanette McCurdy. Mm. It's incredible. It's everywhere. Um. And she um, narrates the audiobook, obviously, she, and she's an actress. It's very mm-hmm. good. Um, it's just a really good book. So definitely that one. Mm-hmm. And, and then get tickets to the live stream. Mm-hmm. Um, and the latest episode of Sounds Like a Cult was about also child stars and mm. they interviewed uh, Mara Wilson, Matilda.
1: I love her. It
0: was a really good episode of Sounds Like a Cult. Yeah. Really interesting. Like she had such... Um, she's so smart, Myra Wilson. She's so freaking smart. Because mm. she went on to kind of have a career in academia and writing and stuff. Um, and, yeah, she just thinks so thoughtfully and says such insightful stuff about the way she grew up and and how effed it was in a lot of ways, but also how lovely it was in a lot of ways and a lot about how um, she sort of came up at the same time and in the same auditions as people like Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. and she got all the roles because she was adorable um, like in Mrs. Doubtfire mm. and Matilda, and then they hit puberty and Scarlett got really beautiful and she got really awkward looking mm. and Herkary died. Mm. And so she just has a lot of interesting stuff to say. It's a really good episode. Sounds mm-hmm. like a cult. Excellent. My records. What are very
1: yours? Uh, very simple one. Mm. I just stumbled across a stand-up comedian from America called Drew Lynch. And from what I understand, years ago, he was on America's Got Talent. And yeah. The stuff he was doing then I think must have been very sort of st- – Sterile and sanitised, family friendly. Yeah, it has
0: to be on a show like that.
1: Um, now that. You know, it's been a few years. He's able to just do whatever sort of stand-up yeah. he wants. He's hilarious. And he has a stutter. So just be aware of that. Mm-hmm. He addresses it usually about five minutes into his specials. Yeah. Um, it comes and it goes. Yeah. Um, but he's managed to overcome this really difficult yeah. stuttering problem that he's had. Um, and he's just hilarious. Does so, he
0: use it in the comedy? Like if it comes up? Oh, he Is makes it, all these awesome. yeah,
1: heaps of jokes about that's it. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's just really clever. One of those ones Ooh. where you really think you know the direction the joke's going in, and it just goes 90 degrees west of oh, that. Oh, cool. And takes you by surprise. So, yeah. How did
0: you see him? He, like.
1: Just a random thing that came up on YouTube. Oh. The algorithm got it right that time.
0: Are you getting into YouTube like Linz? A little bit. So Lindsay got you on the tubes. Mm. You got to get on the talks, on the TikTok. Oh, you're on the talks. You're on a lot of talks. <laughs> I mean on the TikTok. <laughs> That's where the cool stuff is.
1: Oh, I'm still so reluctant.
0: Yeah. You know what that reminds me of? Um, what's that singer's name? He's from the UK and he has Tourette's. Louis Cap- Capaldi? Capaldi? Oh, yeah. How do you say it?
1: Capaldi, I think.
0: Um, he has Tourette's Syndrome and a few days ago at a concert he started um, – like he sort of got stuck in a bit of a tick and he mm. couldn't, um, he had to stop singing for a bit. And the crowd jumped in and were um, singing the song for him oh. while he was like, and then he like got back into it. It was just really lovely yeah. that every, you know, people are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what? Some people can you? be
1: awesome at times. We've just spoken about some absolute dead shit. You're such the a pessimist.
0: <laughs> I just said people are awesome and you said some people can be awesome at some particular times. <laughs> and on that lovely high note, thanks for listening. Just as we love you. <laughs> <laughs> the glacier's melting.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're all underwater. <laughs>
0: Listener.